Hello, and welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different cities, are at three different life stages, and have three different perspectives. They are excited to learn and grow alongside of you. This is a space full of love and acceptance, no judgment, because let's face it, we all sleep in our makeup. Please welcome Lauren, Megan, and Kristen. So y'all have heard me talk about mindset with Megan and how I'm so passionate about helping people break free from thought patterns that have created strongholds in their life. And I wanted to share the company that has really helped empower me to get to this point of wanting to help other people change their lives like they've helped change mine. The company is called Voss Coaching Co. Their mission is to arm people with the information to change their lives and infuse them with the belief that anything is possible. They give specific step-by-step instruction, holding you accountable to actually do the work and help you live a life of excellence consistently and long-term. They are passionate about helping you live your best life, and I'd love for you to check them out. You can find them at VossCoachingCo.com, and I hope you join some of their free webinars. They also offer personal mentorship, elite group coaching, and corporate coaching. So check them out and let me know what you think. I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Hey, Lulu. Hey, sister. Sorry, I sound like this, listeners. I... I'm dealing with some congestion, as you can hear. I actually went to the chiropractor today because I feel fine, but it just won't go away. And so they did, um, have you ever heard of ozone therapy? Me? Just through you. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I don't know. It definitely helped a little bit. So we'll see by tomorrow if it's helped more. And I'm going to probably do it once more like next week. But if you haven't heard of ozone therapy, it is basically where you put, you have oxygen is O2 and then I guess it's O3. So it's this machine, there was like an oxygen tank and then this machine that converted it to O3 and then they put it in like a tube. So it was just air. They put Mm -hmm. it in my nostrils and in my ears. And I guess it I don't really know. I guess look it up because I'm not going to say this right because it literally (laughs) took me a few seconds. But what it does is help boost your immunity response, your body's immunity response. So it's just like a natural way to, I guess, help if you start to feel sick. Yeah. I just tried it out. I've heard a lot about it and my chiropractor just started offering it. Like they just got the machine that like does it. So I got adjusted and I did that. So, and I might go do cryotherapy because I'm like, I hate being sick. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, go to red light therapy or um, sauna too. Cause I feel like all the things just do all the things, (laughs) but I know you're not alone because so many moms here that I see on the daily are struggling with the same thing. And I feel like it's just that time of year. And especially if you have littles at home, just bringing back all the, all the great stuff from school and daycares and everything. So yep, I'm sorry that when your head feels congested and heavy, it just kind of makes the day feel real weird. Like everything is like yeah. weird, weird. Like a bit of cloud or something. <laughs> yeah. Speaking but. of weird. So life has just been weird. Megan and I were just kind of talking about like, do we even want to do a podcast today? Cause it's just kind of been a weird, a weird week. And so we will let Kristen, when she comes back share, we don't want to give too much away, but she did have her baby boy, Kinder James. And we are just 
over the moon about it. Um, and I actually fly out tomorrow to go help them out. And then Megan's going to fly out right after me. So we just can't wait to meet Kinder and we miss you, KK, but um, we can't wait for you to update our listeners on all the things. I just love how open you are with everything. And I'm sure so many moms can relate. And if there's any moms to be, they'll probably learn a lot from just sharing your experience. Yeah. But so he then he was born early in the morning and then late that same night. I know that our listeners, if you've followed along for a little while, you are familiar with one of my best friend's sons, Hudson, um, who is four and he has been battling brain cancer for the past two years. And he passed away later that night, I guess, just talk about, I don't know. I was telling Megan, I was like, you know, I guess it's just such an example of how you can feel two emotions at once, like so much joy for new life. And then just so much sadness. Um, and really just no words for, for our sweet friends and Hudson. And we prayed, I, you know, I host or what do you call it? Lead a grief release class. And I didn't even tell you this, Lauren, but, um, the topic last night was on prayer. And so we ended the night praying for each other and we prayed, um, for just everyone that loves Hudson. Cause it's just such a hard thing and it doesn't, I mean, it's the hardest thing. Like, I don't understand why kids like don't mm-hmm. touch kids. <laughs> I know. So yeah, cancer literally sucks. So I just feel so sad for their family and just constantly praying for everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I know so many people are, and they have honestly like such great support system and people in their life. And yeah, I just, we just love y'all so much. Um, And so I'll be flying straight from Nashville to go be with them and attend Hudson services and everything. So anyways, but listeners, if you would keep them in your prayers too, just for peace and comfort. And just, I mean, that it's unimaginable what they're walking through, but just as they take, you know, minute by minute, taking one step in front of the other. So, and also just everybody grieves so differently. And so I just really pray for connection, reconnection. It's just been such, you know, a hard two years. Yeah. So, so hard. mm -hmm. I just kind of wanted to, share that because as I don't know why, like, like holiday season, I don't know, this time of year just feels hard a lot. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I just wanted to share that in case any listeners are out there, if you're having just a hard day or a hard week, just know that you're not alone. And I think it's just a good perspective check. Like every, and I told my friend, this Hudson's mom that I was like, Hudson, did so much in his short four years and like touched so many and impacted so many. And just for me personally, truly he over the past two years has been like my daily perspective check and he's made me a better person, a better mom, a better wife. And it's not saying that I've succeeded every day. Cause I have absolutely have not, Um, but I always draw him back in my brain and I'm like, Hey, you know what? There's a bigger picture here. (laughs) Like 
perspective check, Lauren. So yeah, yeah, if you're struggling, just know that you're not alone and go to God. He's got you. For sure. Yeah, I was talking to a friend about, I guess, just going into the holiday season. And when you have lost somebody, there's just like a sense, sometimes can be like feeling of anxiety that comes up for some people. And it was interesting because she actually sent me this Instagram post about um, why it's normal for highly sensitive people to feel a sense of grief in the autumn months. And I found that interesting because I feel like I'm the opposite. I love the fall so much. And you would think I feel, I feel sadness, but I actually, I think I get more of like a summer depression because <laughs> I hate the heat. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe but, it's because you're a redhead and freckly. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. <laughs> I don't know. But it did talk about in this post. It's, there's a lot of reasons. Like it's getting colder and darker, shorter days. You know, there's a sense of urgency as the end of the year draws near. Um, mm-hmm. You know, approaching the holiday season can be triggering, reminding you of, you know, nostalgia, memories of things or people that are no longer in your life. So, yeah, it just tends up to to bring up feel- feelings. But one point mm-hmm. she made in this post that I liked is if this time tends to bring up difficult feelings, try to think of autumn as a catalyst for new life, mm-hmm. you know, which can be hard to do in certain situations. But, yeah, there's such a bigger story you know that's what I know you and I lean on is we don't understand but we will one day and I believe in eternal life and I believe that we will see our loved ones again and you know we are Mm -hmm. the ones left behind that it's hard for but choosing every day to show up and you know go to God with these thoughts and feelings that are natural and bring those thoughts to him and have him mm-hmm. overtake your mind. Like you can live with peace in your heart, even through the hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Absolutely. harder, harder in the beginning parts of grief. But I definitely know for me personally, at a time does heal to a certain extent, but it also just helps with perspective and how fast time goes. It's crazy how much I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I will see mom again. Like, oh my gosh, like I can't wait. But also, mm-hmm. I can't. I want to be here with everybody, but yeah, no, I think that is the hope and what allows us to keep going in this hard world, you know, and it is, like you said, it is just so fleeting. And yeah, I think I was, when I was talking to Hudson's mom and she, we were just talking about one of her, our best friends, a real one of her childhood friends, my college friend, I've talked about Michelle before past a few, three, four years ago, gosh. And, um, so we were just talking about how her and her son who also passed away, um, he was born, still born, but how they were welcoming Hudson into heaven. We were just chatting about that and about mom and stuff. And Jana just said, they're the lucky ones, aren't they? You know? And so, something kind of cool. And I can't remember what book it was, but there's an author who wrote a book about people who have died and come back to earth. And somebody said that there's, they, or they saw in heaven that there's like a nursery of all the children and babies in heaven. And one of my closest friends, Lindsay has always told me since mom died that she just has this visual of what mom's doing in heaven. And that's what 
she did best on earth was mother. And she just has this visual of mom, like taking care of all the babies in the nursery and stuff. And yeah, I don't know. It's just comforting. I feel like whenever you lose loved ones, it just all becomes that much more real and tangible in a way. And yeah, like we've said before, like you just never feel closer to heaven. That is, I mean, amongst all the sadness, like that is super hopeful yeah. and overwhelming at the same time. So for sure. And I wanted to share too, just because I know we interviewed Holly, who is the prayer director at the church. So we kind of chatted through some pieces of this, but every week that we meet for my grief class, we go over like a different topic. And this week's topic, like I said, was prayer. And I thought I would just share a few practicals of prayer. Like if you're struggling, you know, if you're listening and you're struggling on like, where do I start with prayer? I would love to just share that. And hopefully it helps Mm -hmm. one person if you don't know how to start. So a few things that I learned from reading the Bible and from taking just taking Holly's class. And I think we talked about this on her episode. So definitely go back and listen to that. When you look at the word prayer in the Bible, in the the actual Hebrew or Greek meaning, it means harmonizing our hearts with God's heart and just understanding that God wants us. He wants our hearts to be close. And that just is so encouraging to me and like makes me feel loved. Just like knowing that's what prayer is. Like he wants to communicate with you. And so a few practical things to do, it it might be obvious, but just setting that daily habit. So start small, five minutes a day is better than, you know, two hours, one day a month or never at all. So really just start small, make time and space, even if you need to like set an appointment and a reminder for yourself. And I think the biggest thing, especially in grief, is to be honest. It's the safest place for us to be truly honest with our feelings, and God can handle it. He wants to know all of your feelings, even the angry ones at him. So yeah, just be real with him. And I think if you don't know where to start, open up the Bible app or like a Jesus Calling devotional, read a Bible verse and ask God to speak to you. Or just simply meditate on a verse and just take time to be still and listen and and hear what God is saying. I think, you know, Jesus' entire public ministry started out of his private prayer. If you read the Bible, you'll see in the New Testament with Jesus that he would always step away and go and talk privately with God before he would do anything, any sort of miracle or anything of that nature. So just that reminder that God wants to spend time with us and praying is truly like the greatest privilege on earth that we get to communicate with our creator. And the more you practice and the more you implement that in your life, the more you'll see how loved you are and you'll see how safe you are with him and you'll recognize his grace and his forgiveness. And it just, it starts a ripple effect into your whole life. So I just want to, you know, encourage, keep encouraging everybody to spend daily time with God and, and watch it, you know, unfold in your life. Yeah. I love that. And I'll just add on top of that, something that came to mind was the Bible study that I just finished is called when you pray loved about that. Was it really went into deep detail about the difference between grumbling versus groaning. And so Megan, whenever you say like, show up to God, just real. Like that's what he wants is just our true open realness. And so like basically grumbling is showing up more like complaining to God. 
and more kind of with a negligent, not a negligence, but not really remembering who God is, his character, whereas a groan out to God is more an expression of your heart where there's, it's backed by trust. Like you still trust in the goodness of our God and who he is, even in the midst of our pain. And so there's so many examples throughout the Bible of the both grumbling and groaning. And that was just really helpful for me in my posture of going to God with my true self in the moments specifically of pain is showing up super real, but also groaning instead of grumbling with the, you know, with the posture of like totally trusting and who he is and that never changes, you know? Yeah. That's really good. Love that. (laughs) Well, we are excited to just kind of catch y'all up really quick on our lives. We can't wait to share more about Kinder, our sweet nephew. I'm so excited you're going there this weekend and then I'm going the next weekend. Can't I know. Him. Oh my gosh. He literally looks like a baby angel. Like he looked just straight from heaven. He's so cute. He really is. They created a beautiful baby and I guess God did and through them. <laughs> yeah, really did. I was like, whoa. I know. I can't wait to have some baby snuggles and all of it. So cute. Well, is there anything else you wanted to touch base on before we head out? Um, I think that's it. Listeners, we just really appreciate you and love you so much. And as we enter into the fall and holidays and all of that, I just pray so many blessings around you and peace. Yes. Amen. For sure. Yes. All right. Well, I can pray if you what. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus, for today. Thank you for our health. Thank you for our family and our friends. I just want to pray just blissful time for Kristen and Michael. It's, It's hard having a newborn, but I just pray it's just so blissful for them and that Kinder eats easily and sleeps well and Kristen heals easily and sleeps well too. And I pray that they just enjoy this beautiful time of becoming parents. And we're just so grateful to you for Kinder and sending us this little angel praying for all of Hudson's family, his friends. I just pray a supernatural peace for all of them. I know that Hudson's an angel in heaven and in full peace and I just pray that you speak and meet each person that is dealing with grief surrounding Hudson right where they're at and comfort them and speak to them whatever they need to hear. Only you know the right things to say. And I just pray for everybody listening that they seek you every day and spend at least five minutes. And I pray that you speak to them in those moments and keep encouraging them to follow your path for their life and trust in your plan and your will. Thank you so much for all the grace that you give us. We love you so much in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah. All Um, right. Safe travels. Um, Thank you. Talk to you later. I'm sure. 
listeners, thank y'all so much for continuing to tune in. We are so excited for the holiday season and to come back in the new year. Lots of fun stuff planned. Please send these episodes to a friend if there's an episode that really touched you. That's how we grow. And also through rating us in wherever you listen to podcast rate and leave a review. It would mean so much to us so we can keep doing this. And yeah, we just appreciate y'all. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.